0: Hey guys, welcome to today's episode, it's me, your favourite big sister Tasha, ready to talk your ear off. So it is our very first episode today, so thank you for joining me on that. I thought to start things off, it would be good to do a little get to know me, talk about what the podcast is coming up, etc, etc. Um, So yeah, I am Tasha, I am 27 years old, I live in Sussex with my little husky, Ash, and my boyfriend, Ben. I would describe myself to be a wannabe, minimalist, and eco-friendly queen. I say wannabe because those are two very long roads ahead of me, but I'm so excited to be on that venture. I'll probably dedicate a couple of podcasts to my journey with those things, so keep an eye out for that. So, aside from my nine to five, I also run my own online clothing boutique called Spilt Milk on the side. It's very stressful, believe me, but I genuinely do just enjoy it. If you want to check out our website, it's www.thespiltmilk.co.uk, or find us on Instagram at spiltmilk.uk. So we do have some very cute clothes and accessories on there, but we also have our thrift shop line which just, you know, showcases a few thrifted finds and very affordable price too. So go ahead and check us out. Um on top of that, I also have a really 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 big YouTube channel with a big fat 263 subscribers where I upload when I can. Um, I've literally had this channel since I was probably about 13, 14 and I've always been in love with YouTube so it's just a little fun hobby that I do on the side but if you do want to check it out. You can find me on YouTube under Tasha Karina. I just kind of upload whatever I want but I did say in 2021 that I will be taking it a little bit more seriously with the content creating and the upload schedules and I feel like I've been doing okay. So like I said if you want to go ahead and check that out then please do. So, even though I always complain that I am so busy, here I am, starting my own podcast. You might be wondering to yourself, what is your big sister Tasha actually going to be about? Well, I'll have you know that I am a big sister. I'm actually the eldest sister um, in my family, so this is natural to me. But I wanted to kind of provide a podcast that was a safe space for people to kind of just have conversations and ask for advice about anything and everything from friendships to work to school to uni to relationships anything like that that you might think you can talk to a big sister about so that's literally the premise of this whole podcast I just really want to have fun with it and so as much as I prepare a little script or jot down some notes of things that I want to talk about during my episodes I do want this to be supernatural, not supernatural, like ghosts and stuff, but like really natural and just relatable, Um, kind of as if your big sister's just taking you out for Sunday brunch, having a few, you know, mimosas, chatting away, Um, and yeah, it's just funny because at my big old age of 27, I was actually really scared of um, creating this podcast Just because I was super worried about people finding it and making fun of me. So, I live in a small town with not very many people. Um, When I first moved here, it wasn't very diverse at all. Um, So, I've always kind of tried to fit in and blend in. um, Because physically, I just stood out like a sore thumb. And I realise now as an adult, that's not really the case. But... I think it's more of like a lack of confidence um, back in the day. And now I do feel like I'm a lot more confident and I really just had to sit there and I was having a conversation with my boyfriend about this and he was literally like, who cares? Like who actually cares, and he's correct, like, these people don't pay my bills, so they can judge all they want, but luckily, I've got some really great friends, you know, friends from school, um, my Filipino friends, and, you know, friends that I've kind of met more recently, who are always just so, 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 so supportive of whatever it is that I do, um, and if it means that these are the only people listening to my podcast, I would really not take that as a loss, if anything, I'd take that as a win, um, because... Yeah, it's really rare to find friends that are genuinely just so pleased for you and for everything that you do. So, yeah, shout out to them. But as far as just content creation as a whole goes, I never really took it seriously because again, I was just worried that people were going to make fun of me for it. Um, but otherwise, I don't really have a creative outlet. I've always been about studying and you know paving the way to being able to go to university and then after my undergrad I did my master's straight away and then it was work from there so a lot of the stuff that I do on a day to day as far as my job goes and what I went to university for which was law I think is quite straight and vanilla and there's nothing wrong with that at all because I genuinely really do enjoy that but at the same time I wanted to have some sort of creative outlet my creative outlet has always been just you know content creation before I even knew that that what that word meant it was literally me in my bedroom at 14 years old with a camera that I bought from mom and dad like a little sony digital camera um, I would take the lampshade off of my lamp and that would be like my ring light and I would prop up my camera on top of my books because I didn't have a tripod and I would just do my makeup in front of the camera because I adored girls like Dulce Candy, Michelle Phan, like the OG YouTube beauty gurus and I just wanted to do that so much and for a long time that was what my creative outlet was and now that I'm 27 the fact that I am still enjoying that, you know, why would I give that up for the sake of people maybe saying something that would kind of dishearten me or discourage me but I think I'm definitely in a much better stage because I'm older you know wiser all of that but just more confident with myself in general so I'm quite excited for it because it's kind of like no holding back and it's just me making content that I think I would enjoy listening to and I'm hoping you guys would also enjoy listening to so just kind of going off of that You may wonder, how did I kind of get over that fear? I don't think that you truly get over that, but it's more of, it's manageable, and it's a conscious effort. It's not something that I I woke up one day and was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be scared of people anymore, so I'm not going to do that. It's really not like that at all. I definitely practice certain things to make sure that I am not being consumed by the anxiety of what people think about me and that whole image because, I mean, our generation is very much based on, I'm sorry, appearances, keeping up appearances. People will get into debt and, you know, kind of do unnecessary things just to please other people based on their materialistic things, their holidays all the things that should not matter to people who would classify you as a genuine friend and it's really really important to kind of emphasize that these are highlight reels my instagram is a highlight reel you tend to share good news and that's what you tend to share on your social media and there are a lot of young girls out there who look up to influencers and all of that and for me it's really difficult because if you're an influencer these all come in different shapes and sizes and there are influencers who I think are great at being influencers because they are being a good influence to these young girls and boys who are looking through their profiles on a daily basis and then there are some who I'm kind of like when pretty little thing goes bankrupt, like you're pretty screwed. And I, I know that sounds so saucy, but it's it's honestly just how I feel. But personally the ways that I got over my own fear of that, I say get over again very lightly, but the way I see past that, I just had to be <laughs> my own biggest fan. And I know that sounds so corny, but if you're always so proud of everything that you do, you're going to want to do it for yourself even more. And it's the same with, you know, pleasing your parents or your friends or your other half or even your children if you have kids you always want to make the people around you proud of you and you should extend that to your own self and so little things like wow I edited that video and I actually edited that pretty well and I would be just so proud of myself and just be so happy and pleased for such a long time and being high off of that you know even little things like wow that thumbnail was pretty great, well done, pat on the back, and the more I focused on what I thought of myself, I found that I didn't have room or time or energy to be wasting on people that I don't really know or don't really talk to and don't really bring anything to my life or aren't really in my life, Um, and practicing that over however many years has just really led to, to that being a natural thing rather than constantly being like nope stop it be proud of yourself and honestly that's how I had to start it so if you have to literally sit there and give yourself that pep talk in front of the mirror then go for it but always be your own biggest fan because why not you know why not you're the only person who can understand the effort and the time and all the things that you input into something that surely it makes sense for yourself to be the person that is the most proud of everything that you do. Another thing that I did as well was I decluttered the people that I had around me and sometimes you can't help it because you can't help how some of your longest friends maybe would have turned out later on or you can't help your friends' friends or your boyfriends and girlfriends of your friends or people you work with or family. These are all things that you can't help with to an extent but I personally surround myself with people who are positive influences in my life. These are people who are always happy for me, who always support me, who don't do that shady friend thing where they kind of make you feel horrible for not doing what they want to, you know, all that secondary school bullshit. Like, I like to surround myself with happy people or people that make me happy or, or people that don't make me feel any less about myself because I didn't do something or I'm not wearing a certain way or I didn't go on as many holidays as them you know those competitive ones we we don't like that we cut those people off and we surround ourselves with our genuine friends and you find that the whole birds of the same feather flock together really really makes sense and honestly like naturally you you end up encompassing the people that you're surrounded with. So you have to look around as to who you're going to let into your circle. And yeah, and then just one final thing. Honestly, it's just to do what makes you happy again. We are limiting this to things that do not hurt other people or are not illegal or anything like that, but yeah, do what makes you happy. It's it's so simple and it's something that you hear in movies and you read in books and you get told when you're a little kid but genuinely just doing what makes you happy and that's it and no compromise and no ifs no buts after that is such a huge thing because you need to look after yourself it's one of the most important things that you should be doing Uh, you don't want to be you know old and gray and looking back and saying oh I wish I just did that, you just honestly need to do what makes you happy, even in little scenarios such as you're not feeling great today, you just really want a lazy day, but your best friend who is a great support unit and just a wonderful friend in general to you says, uh, well do you want to do something today, let's go somewhere and then that whole instinct of the guilt of, oh I should really say yes because I kind of feel bad blowing someone off because you want to sit at home by yourself and watch tv all day no in that scenario you got to think do what makes you happy and if that's you staying in all day and chilling out then do that you know you need to learn to say no when you're being presented with a situation or a scenario that you know you're not going to enjoy or is going to just make you sad really or make you feel bad and you just don't want to do it then say no and obviously you'll you'll kind of have a feel about when you're being a bit of an asshole about it which is not advised but yeah you need to just put yourself first and honestly all those tips that I've just kind of talked about is just all about putting yourself first and understanding that your happiness is important and sometimes it's important to say no to people or to things and commitments whether it's from people that you you do like that you do consider as your friends but you have to be honest with yourself and if you're just going to spend your whole life pleasing others then you're never really going to live a life for yourself. So I hope I didn't ramble on too much there, I thought I would just do um, quite a short one, just an introduction and then touch on the whole confidence thing a little bit just to start off, Um, just to set the tone for what else I'll have coming up for you guys and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my very first episode, if there is anything that you guys want me to talk about, then please let me know, send me a DM, or leave a comment on one of my posts on my Instagram, which is at your big sis Tasha, You're a spell you are, so it's your big sis Tasha, go ahead, let me know, and I'll see you guys next time, bye!